Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. I'm Emily Benson, and if there's one thing I want you to know, it's that everything is not always as it seems in the boutique world. That owner who's winning awards might not have a sale for many days in a row. That boutique owner who looks like she's expanding and doing so well, her marriage might be falling apart. And that brick and mortar down the street that seems to always be busy, they might not have any money in the bank. I am here to teach you how to do a new way of running a boutique. A boutique where you're happy, your life is thriving, and you have money in the bank to grow, expand, or just keep in the bank. (laughs) There's a myth out there that when you run a business, you shouldn't be profitable. Well, guess what? Running a boutique is one of the most profitable business models you can start. If you're not making money or you're worried about money every single day, there's a problem. And the problem might not be with your numbers. The problem might not be with making more sales. But I'm here to tell you that we can solve that problem easily. I've had boutiques go from even what feels like a really small percentage, from 57% to 64%, but brings them thousands more dollars every month. And frankly, I have boutiques that have so much profit that they need to spend more money each month so they pay less in taxes. Don't you want that to be you? Don't you want to feel so confident in your boutique every day when you wake up? Don't you crave the idea of sleeping well at night, having no anxiety, not worrying about how you're going to pay that next bill or when that vendor calls, if you'll have the money in the bank? Yeah, it's possible. But by looking for the answers, you're missing the solution. The solution is inside your business. It's inside your head. It's inside your heart. And that's what so many people out there trying to teach boutique owners how to be more successful are missing. And that is where you are welcome to come to the Rich Retailer Retreat. See, I don't believe that being a rich retailer is just about money. It's about having a great life. It's about manifesting what you want. It's about going to the next level of whatever that looks like for you. Because every single person in a room at an event doesn't want the same things. And that's okay. Some of you might want to stay home more with your kids. Maybe you want to go on more vacations. Maybe you want to hire a bunch of people and just be the face of your business. That's okay. Maybe you want to grow it and sell it. That's okay. I want you 
to come to the Rich Retailer Retreat with an open heart and an open mind because we're going to dig deep into what it is that you truly want and what it is that's going to make you feel excited to leave and go home and get what it is that you want. After our March retreat, we had insane results, and I want to tell you about them. Let's talk about Tina. After the March retreat, she knew she was going to open her brick-and-mortar store in June. Well, we just got an update from Tina, and on the very first day of her store opening, she sold out of every single piece of clothing and accessories in her store. Yes, every single piece. Her store was empty after the first day. And let me tell you, it was not a small store. Okay, this is the power of you. This is the power that you have within yourself. And if this is resonating with you and these are the kind of results that you want, then I want to invite you to this retreat. It is like nothing else you've ever been to. It is personal development for the boutique industry on an entirely new level. This is not about anyone standing on stage and teaching you systems and structures and telling you what you should be doing. This is you sitting in a room with other heart-centered boutique owners wanting to change your life for the better and knowing that by going inside, you have the power to do that. Find out more information and reserve your seat now at www.richretailerretreat.com. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm your host and best friend, Emily Benson. If we haven't met yet, hi, I'm a uh, retail coaching consultant. I help boutique owners have a fabulous business and a fabulous life. And on these episodes, my goal is for you to learn something and also to implement that something. So I want to just do a little check-in. Have you been binge listening? Have you been listening and not implementing my tips and tricks? I hope that you will take implementing just as seriously as you do learning and listening, because that is where you get the results, my friends. So if you haven't implemented what I've been telling you, let's start doing that. (laughs) You're going to see big results. You're going to completely change your business. I know it because I've heard it from the hundreds of thousands of people that have listened to these episodes that they get major results when they implement. So there's your challenge of the week. I want to update you on two things. One is we are going to be going to bi-weekly episodes. Why? because I can. And why? Because I've already given you so, so much. And for me, this is a labor of love. You know, as I always say, like, I don't add advertisements in these episodes because I want them to be pure for you. Okay. So I don't take on outside advertisers. I don't try to like make money in a traditional sense from the podcast. So, you know, that's intentional. That said, Every week's a lot to keep up with. So we're going to be moving to an every other week schedule for the foreseeable future. And I hope you're cool with that. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, There's always tons of episodes to listen to. There's also a lot on my Facebook Live and my YouTube channel. If you do need that hit of Emily, I have hours, like thousands of hours of content at this point. So um, if you don't follow me on my business page on Facebook, head there. Uh, it's stylish and successful. And then if you don't like my YouTube page, you should just search Emily Benson. It should pop up and make sure to subscribe because we are adding new videos all the time. So um, YouTube and 
Facebook, two great places. So that's update number one. Update number two is the Rich Retailer Retreat is open for the fall in Chicago. I'm coming to Chicago and I'm pumped. So we decided to do it in Chicago for a couple reasons. One, there's two airports, so easy to get to. Two, we found a spot that has a lot of nature around it. And that was one of the biggest pieces of feedback we got from the first retreat was that people wanted to spend some time outside, going for walks during our breaks, things like that. And so the place that we're having it at, at the Hyatt Lodge in Oak Brook, is absolutely gorgeous. It's stunning. So we're so excited to be there. Um, the third piece of it is our room rate for this hotel is very low. <laughs> it's like we negotiated, we got this room rate down pretty low. So even if you wanted to share a room at the hotel for the two nights, it's going to be so easy for you to do that. Whether you decide to meet a friend, we will have a Facebook group. So if you want to share a room, uh, we do try to help you do that. And then, or if you come alone, it's still very reasonably priced. So really proud of that. Um, so Chicago, so Rich Retailer Retreat, I want to see you there. It's September 21st and 22nd. We do have a VIP night on the 20th. That's just a small group with me. And so if you want to add on the VIP, that's just an additional ticket. You'll see that when you check out. Um, so head on over to www.richretailerretreat.com. All the details are there. I hope to see you. Um, this potentially will most likely be my last event for 2019. So we have a pretty good sized room. I hope to see as many of you in it as possible. I know so many of you that listen and are from that middle of the country area. So it should be really easy for you to get to and come and spend the weekend with me. The results from the last retreat are still coming in. People are still having seeing results from the work that they did at our days in Austin in March. And so it's a guaranteed really great weekend where your life will transform. Your business will transform. It will be just something that completely changes you. So I hope to see you there. On this week's episode of the podcast, my dear friend Carla is going to be talking about her business growth from Facebook Live. Now, there's some new tips in here that I love. If you haven't been doing Facebook Lives uh, or have been, I'm sorry, doing Facebook Lives. And there are some tips um, for those of you who haven't done Facebook Lives. You know, one of the things I've watched Carla do is very quickly grow her business, um, selling products. She sells kitchen products, so a little bit different than our fashion world, but she's a really good perspective on selling building customer relationships and selling through Facebook, Facebook live. So I really wanted her to come on and just give you some of her absolute genius around this because me coaching her and, and then her kind of going on her own and taking what I, you know, the advice I give her and using it to work for her. I mean, like she is just, I'm so proud of her. She's gotten promoted really quickly. She has all these team members. She's in um, an MLM company. So it's like a little bit different, but the, the bottom line is, is like, she is killing it selling products on Facebook live and through parties. And I just want you to hear her perspective because it's great. She has so much good stuff to say. She's also a mom of two little boys. They're four, I think almost two. And so for all the mamas out there, I want to also always, when I can bring on my mom friends um, to give you just 
some advice from that perspective as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun chatting with Carla. She's just full of so much wisdom. So I hope you enjoy it. And here we go. Hi, Carla. Welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. I would love for you to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Awesome. So I am a mom, a stay-at-home mom of two boys, two years old and four years old. They're crazy monkeys. I'm a former school counselor and I decided to stay home with my boys because I'm fortunate enough to have that experience that I'm able to do that. But I was missing a little bit of me as Carla, not just Carla, the mom. And so I started my own business and I sell a variety of kitchen products and I work that business part-time, secondary to raising my family, obviously, but I really love it. And I really love connecting with people and having something that's mine, separate from me as a woman, as a mom and as a wife. Yeah. I feel like what you said too, like, is going to resonate with so many people listening because I think so many women do get that feeling where they're like, I just want something that's mine. Like, I just want something that I can be excited about. But I also know that I love being at home or I love being with my kids or maybe I love my job still. Cause I remember when you had your job, you were still thinking like, Oh, maybe I should do something on the side, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I worked hard for that career. I went to, and you know, went back and got my master's. I worked hard to find a job that, you know, that I thought I was going to be in forever and then things change and people evolve. And obviously that wasn't forever for me and that's okay. But yeah, there's like, I think all of us are multifaceted. We're not just one thing. I mean, and maybe you are, maybe you are just like you, you find fulfillment in being a wife and being a mother and more power to you. But for me, there's something, and you know, you've been with me through the evolution of finding the business that was right for me. And this is, you know, when you find a business that's right for you, it's sort of like everything clicks and you want to be able to do it the best that you're able to do it. So I love that. Well, so let's talk about, I would love for you to talk a little bit about how long you've been doing this business and what have been sort of some key milestones and like some of the turning points for you where you felt like things really shifted for you in terms of like, I'll get texts from you where you're like, this is so easy and fun and I can't believe it. You know, and like how has that kind of evolved and happened? Cause it definitely was not overnight. Right. So I would have been with my company for a year in June. Hilariously. I know the exact date. June 21st was my sign-on date, date that I like launched my business. So a year in June, not even a year. And I've had a bunch of promotions since then. I've sort of developed a team underneath me that has been, I just, I love mentoring them mostly. The biggest thing that I get out of that is helping people be successful. So, you know, I, the first milestone was obviously like hitting 15K in career sales. And then, you know, like making setting, I know you in the boutique world, you guys are always talking about like hitting numbers and having a goal for what you want for sales. And we, I do the same thing. I'm always like pushing myself to do more and more. You and I have talked about, I was like, I think it's safe for me to say like 4K this month. And then I'll text you that I did like six. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I need to push a little further. Um, so those have been great milestones for me. And a recent, you know, big promotion to a leadership position has been awesome. But those are not really the things that sort of push me. I guess for me, every time I figure out that I'm able to do something that I didn't think I was able to do and developing a guest base 
that have become loyal customers to me that are repeat customers that kind of blow me away with, you know, what they voluntarily spend in, you know, in my business and are excited about new products that come out. And when I talk about new launches and things like that, they get really jazzed and it makes me feel really excited because a year ago, I didn't think that this was even something that I was capable of. Some people are born business people and that is not me. Like I was not a born business person, but when things work out and when you find a groove, I don't think it matters. I think it just clicks because you love it. When I love you saying like, you're not a natural business person, because I think what we were talking about before we came on to record was really important around, like, it's really not about selling. It's about connecting with people and making their life better. And I think that's one of the things you do so well. And like, you know, building that loyal customer base, they come to you over and over because they trust you. Yes. Well, and they know I'm not like the sale is done and then I move on. I'm really about customer care and make, and following up with people and making sure they're happy with how things are going. I really do. I really do love finding solutions to, you know, like kitchen struggles. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm very, I, I stay at home with my kids, but if anyone is a stay at home parent, they know it is not sitting on the couch with your feet up and watching them casually play together in the corner and taking pictures to post on Instagram. It's like constantly putting out fires and maybe I will get to eat breakfast before 10 o'clock in the morning. So it really is about, you know, I have found products that for my life create solutions to real life struggles. So when I'm able to do that for other people, that is hugely rewarding for me. I love that. And do you feel like when you're sharing about your products, it just comes across as so much more natural because it is you talking about your life as well? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and I will, okay. And the way I do that is by giving people a glance into what my life is all about. And the way I do that is through lives. And I will tell you, I was scared. I mean, can I say, I mean, bad wordless. Like I was so scared to go live because, and people spend way too much time on like professional social media sites, like people who have a professional crew to do their YouTube channels or associate cooking with like barefoot Contessa. Guess what? <laughs> that is not me. You are lucky that you cannot... You, it is just like one glance into my life because it is crazy up in here and I'm using my iPhone and a tripod, but it is the crazy that people connect with. Mm. I mean, like it is the crazy that makes me relatable and makes people feel like I am being authentic when I say this helps me get this job done because I show it right. Meanwhile, children are screaming in the background. Someone's crying someone's snagging a scraper off the counter, like just like this morning when my literally my entire tripod fell over because my four-year-old decided he wanted to be the video camera man. So (laughs) that is real life. So if you are scared of going live, I will tell you, you need to just do it. You need to just take a couple of deep breaths and make mistakes, fumble over your words, laugh at yourself. I don't know just have fun because that is how people connect that yeah. people identify with you. And I know I've listened to your podcast. So I know that every customer is not your target client, right? Yeah. 
people that don't love it or don't or judge you or like you're worried about impressing, those are not your people. Right. right? right. Chefs that watch me like making a hot mess with the way I'm whisking something, they are not my target client. Like (laughs) the moms that have seven kids literally all over their body as they're trying to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Those are my people. Yes. (laughs) Those are the people that say, well, if this is clearly working for her and she's feeding her children and they're clearly still thriving, then I want that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I love that. Truly, I think being authentic is showing yourself in times where you're not. I mean, I remember when you were first like setting up your camera and you would like send me screenshots and be like, is it too messy behind me? And I'm like, the mess is fine. Like do it. Just get on live. Like no one cares. They're going to be watching your face and they're going to be listening to your words. Don't worry about it. I do try and get rid of distractions. I will not lie that I will push all my dirty dishes to one side of the (laughs) counter that maybe is not in the shot. The same way if you're selling clothing, I hope that you're like, don't have piles of stuff because it's mostly because it's distracting. Right. Well, so give me some of your best tips for if you were going to teach someone to go live, like what are some of your best tips of like the prep and then we can talk about going live. And then what do you do after the live? What's your process in terms of feeling really... Because I do think that preparation does give you some yes. more confidence, obviously. I've had allergies. My whole family's had allergies. I was sick this morning and I literally said to myself, should I do this or should I not? But we just mm-hmm. released a product or we have just did a, I just did a sneak peek yesterday in my online community where I showed a product and everyone was super excited about it. So obviously I wanted to demo it and my kids were off the wall about it this morning. Like disclaimer, it had to do with pancakes. So obviously I wanted to demo it. I don't feel awesome. I am not my best self, but you know, there's a little bit of the show must go on. And I wanted to build on the momentum of showcasing it yesterday as a product. So I decided I was gonna do it. So I do think you have to have a little bit of a plan. Mm -hmm. You have to have an idea of what you're going to do. And then you have to know yourself. For me, it psychs me out to have sticky notes everywhere of product points and tips. Again, I'm not a salesy person. Like I'm not trying to tell you every single amazing thing, but I will tell you what helps me to think that something is bananas is to talk about those points. So if you're the type of person who will get flustered and can't think of anything off the top of your head and needs cue cards or sticky notes behind the camera, by all means do that. I don't. I sort of just, as I'm showing the product, I'm talking through it. I make, make sure you have the items that you want to talk about within arm's reach. I don't worry about running to the fridge for a second to get an ingredient, but if I'm all of a sudden going live and then there's all this dead time, I just try and reduce the dead time as much as possible. Because the point is you want to make it fun for people to watch. Right. So whatever is going to be engaging for people. After it's done, again, I'm a work in progress, so I'm still working on the evolution of my closing. I like to tie it up with how you can get the product. I see so many people talk about products and they're going live and they're amazing. And then they're like, peace. And you're like, awesome. How do I get that? (laughs) I'd like to own that. I would like to give you money in exchange for that product. Now, what do I do? And if you have someone that's excited about the product and you don't tell them the ways that you can get it, then what is the point? (laughs) 
<laughs> right, right, right. We want the sale. That's yeah. where you do kind of turn into a, a bit of a salesperson because you want to make sure that people know where to buy it. I just like to think it's providing information. You want to give them all the information that they want to have to be able to get that into their house and then rave about it. And sometimes I forget, right? Yeah. <laughs> what I will do afterwards is I often, if I'm making something, because I do work with food, I'll take a picture of it and I will either post it in the venue that I just did my live in. So if it's my online community, I'll post a picture of what it is. I'll post a link of how they can get it, or I will post it right in the comments just so that anyone who has already commented gets a notification that I've posted there. And anyone who is watching it, the replay in, in the future, they're able to, you know, see whatever the final product was there also. Does that help? Is that... Yeah. I mean, here's the thing is I feel like this is a great Facebook Live 101. Like get over your fear. Here's how to do it. Here's how to follow up. And I liked it when you said, you know, we talked about this a bunch of times because I feel like for you, Facebook Live has been really, I think, the key to your success in a lot of ways because people do get to know you. They want to work with you. They want to follow up with you. And like one thing you said to me was, and I have it on a post-it literally in my office. It says, you are shooting yourself in the foot, not doing lives. Yeah. Oh, and I, I think it's true. Well, okay. And we talked about this before we recorded also at you can, you know, I hope this doesn't come across as offensive or blunt, but like anything anyone is selling, you can get in a myriad of ways. Your like, product's not unique. Yeah. Your product is not unique. You can go and you can get it without even, if you're a brick and mortar, you can get things without even leaving your house. The reason people purchase from us is because they connect with us as people. Like we are our brand. In order for people to want to purchase from you, they have to obviously like your product. And so you have to make choices about... For me, I don't make those choices. My products are what I sell through the company I work with. But when you're creating your own boutique, you're obviously hand selecting and going through the effort to care so much about the products that you carry. And then you have to... And I hope that those align with who you are and your style also. So you have to show the people who are investing in you, why they should invest in your boutique as opposed to any of the other number of other people. And they really will do that when they get to know you and they get to know why you're so passionate about it. I know a lot of people are super passionate about having a small business and it is not easy. So obviously you have to care. That is just, I feel like it's just a really huge opportunity for people to connect with you as a person, put a face to the name and then see things as much as possible because products don't show necessarily in pictures or even on a hanger as they do in person. And if you don't have the opportunity to try something on or for me, try a product that I carry, me showing them, showing my guests, showing my customers how things work and why they're awesome, because they are, (laughs) is how people are going to say, yes, I do want that. That looks gorgeous. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think you explaining the idea that a picture is good, but on a person or using it or styling it or going that next level deeper, that's what really sells it. Absolutely. I've purchased from boutiques before. Actually, the dress that I got for my brother's wedding, I bought from an online boutique. And it was because of the way it was styled on someone in a live. 
Because mm-hmm. in the picture, I was like, I don't think I could really pull that off. And then this small boutique owner had someone who was the same build as me. Because that's another thing I run into is I'm not like a traditional body type. I'm not, you know, I'm a yeah. fuller woman. And the fact that she had it on and they were doing like a bunch of different styles. I was like, dude, I could wear that. And I yeah. never would have, I never would have thought I could before. But yeah. this goes live all the time and all the different products that they have styled and they try them on. And so I could see what it looked like and they give recommendations based on body types and things like that, which are huge. And you connect with people as human beings and not just the name on your brand. Yeah. I think that whole, like, I used to really shy away from it when I had the fashion truck, when people would be like, Emily, what do you think of this? Or Emily, you know, on my, on my Facebook page or whatever, I'd be like, well, the fashion truck thinks that, you know, and try to be all serious. But I think, you know, that was a while ago. Now I think it's much more about this person to person selling model where it's like, I want to know the person I'm buying from. And the person who I'm buying from, honestly, probably wants to know a little bit about me because I'm going to help them make future decisions too, based on how I react. People will come back to you if you give them support and advice and suggestions because you're the expert, right? Just when people come to me, they assume I'm the expert of being a crazy mom with crazy monkey boys and feeding people. Like that is my genre. So things that are fast and easy and delicious and my kids will eat, whatever it is I use to make that for dinner, those people want to know what that is. And so if you are the expert in putting together like a slamming outfit that looks amazing on this type of body. And I've purchased from you before and you followed up with me and, and I see it in a live and I, you know, you make a new suggestion in a new live and you say that if you really loved this, you are going to love this. I'm probably going to buy the, this <laughs> because if you're going to make that, if you're going to give me that advice and give me that suggestion live it also really feels when you're live, it really feels like someone's talking to you. You know that everyone they're talking to everyone that's watching. But because for some reason, when you go live, it just feels exciting to see that person in real, like what is real life. Yeah. Isn't it's like it? a one-on-one conversation because it's just their face and then you're watching them. So yeah. That's a- and then when you type into them like, hey, Emily, like you know that everyone you say back, like, Oh, Kyla's watching. Then you are all of a sudden get like that, like adrenaline of it's like that recognition. It's that personal connection that everyone wants. Yeah. So. Oh my God. So people are going to ask me or I want to ask you, are you doing these lives in a group? Are you doing them on the page? What works better? What, you know, how, what's your, what's your like really technical method here? Cause I know you're, you're kind of doing both. I do both. I will do like exclusive lives that are maybe a little bit more. Actually, that's a lie. I, I'm always laid back because that's just who I am. Be real for a second. I'm usually wearing leggings and I throw an apron on. I go live in my online community. I try and go live at least once a week. So that's I, your group. That's my group. Okay. I need to be that better. And this is something I'm giving myself feedback on right now. I need to be better about having it be a scheduled time so people know when to find me. 
Right or doing like a going live in 15 minutes type of thing to give people a heads up. But the problem is I don't often have the ability to plan that just because of Real life. my crazy life. Yeah. So it is what it is. I do always post the video so people can watch it later. And then when I have parties and I'm sharing products with people that are purchasing through a party of some sort, I always go live through my business page. I feel like it's really important to have a business page, even if you have a group. Yep. That is special because that is your online storefront. Yep. And it gives you the ability to make your live public. And when you do that, you can share it to other groups. Right. Or you can share it to your personal profile page, or you can share it to a variety of venues. It doesn't have to just be one place. And then you get a bigger range of where your live is going to. Totally. So in terms of your parties, I think what one of the things that's cool that you do is you actually do private parties, but they're online. So like, I think this is like a cool idea and probably some boutiques are like, I'm going to do that. But... (laughs) But how are you organizing that? What does that look like? And what have the results been from that? So the model of my, the company that I work with is that I am mostly booking parties. My goal is always to get people stuff for free. I really love it. (laughs) It's like a fun little, I'm just going to be straight up. It's a fun little challenge for me to see, because I'm a bargain shopper, obviously. I invest in quality, but everyone loves a good deal, yo. Yeah. So, so your hosts are getting something for free. So it's like exciting for them or they're getting discounts or whatever. Oh, we do. Yeah. We do huge discounts for hosts. Okay. Got uh, it. And the way, it, I guess the way it works is they, people book parties because they want the products that I sell. So, yeah. And not everyone has it in the budget to just buy them outright. So that's one of the things that I talk about in my lives when I'm demoing something, inevitably price point comes up. I don't shy away from saying a product is $139 or a product is $50. Things in $200 range too. Yeah. I mean, we have things upwards of $240, you know, like we have, but we also have products under $10. So, but the model for me is that I always tell people, we always have three prices. You can buy things, go to my website and shop through my website and it will be to your house within a number of days. You can host parties and get ridiculous discounts and amazing free product credits. Or we can talk about being part of my team and you get a discount for you know being part of my team. So those are the three ways that I always, I try and remind people at the end of my lives. But when I don't, <laughs> I remind other ways. Wait, I have to stop you because honestly, I think what you just said too, what is a good reminder for people, another way to remind people how they can buy your product. You always want to be writing people. And you know, for a boutique, it might be, you can buy my product by going to my website. You can buy my product by typing sold in the size in your email address under a picture, or you can buy my product by having a party coming into the store. Like what are the ways, the way that you said that is perfect. It's your little pitch. You want to shop? Here's how to do it. Exactly. Send me an email and we will put a capsule together for you, or we'll put a look together. Yep. We'll look together for you. Um, Love it. It's just a good reminder for people to like have their one or two or three ways of here's how you can get the, what you love that I sell. Cause you know, people are going to say, um, I love the way that looks on you, but I could never wear that. Mm. Right. 
And then, mm-hmm. so you want to give people access to be able to problem solve with you. You're the expert in problem solving for people, how their outfit looks or how things come together. So you want to invite them to get in touch with you. Otherwise they don't think you're accessible, right? Mm-hmm. Life is over and you want to make sure you're inviting people to be in touch with you all the time. And I yeah, love this. I love what I'm writing down like half of what you're saying, but I like to remind people because it's scary. People automatically shut down when they hear a number that's out of what they think their budget is. And I like to tell, show people, you know, you and I both know a few, it's all about the money mindset, right? But also some people, no matter what their money mindset is, pragmatically, they maybe can't spend $240 on a kitchen product that they really want. Yep. So I'm going to tell them how to get it for 50% off because who doesn't love 50% off? Yeah. Right. And say, let's just chat. If you're even curious about this, let's chat. And we'll talk about the ways that we can, whatever your concerns are, we'll figure it out. Yep. And you invite people to brainstorm with you about how to solve the problem, how oh, to get wow. it in their house, how to oh, get wow. that dress on their body. If they're in love with that shirt and whatever, or something's not in stock or you don't have that anymore. Someone comments, they say they really love something and they don't have it anymore. Well, let me show you some other things that I have that are very similar. Yes. And one of these ways for people to get that 50% off is to host a party. Absolutely. Yep. So boom. And this is something boutique owners can do. You should offer all your hosts a discount, 100% or free product. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't... So, and also virtual, the virtual platform is blowing up. There's so many ways within social media to expand your customer base and your circles. I do a lot of training on like my friends don't want to buy from me anymore. Like I've, I've exhausted my circle of customers. Well, you need to use the people who are your loyal followers, who are the people who believe in you and trust you. And you've showed them that you are an expert in this arena you know, you need to like explore some other opportunities and parties are a great way to do that because it doesn't require people going anywhere. <laughs> like everyone is going virtual now. Yeah. Um, and it's a really great way to like try before you buy, to be able to see things and have a fun experience. And maybe it won't be today or maybe it won't be tomorrow. I've had people who have had what they would consider lower parties, like not as, or other people that are in my business to be unsuccessful parties. And I have gained team members from those parties, or I have booked other parties from those parties that have been like thousand dollar parties. Yep. So it's really about um, using that space to like benefit the host. You obviously want to reward your host for invite introducing you to other people because it's really not about referrals as much as introductions. Like you're introducing other people to you as an expert so that when the time is right for them, you're going to be the one that they purchase from because they've built that online connection with you. They've built that relationship through lives That's what you're doing is you're building relationships with people, even though you don't know it, because you might not know that they're watching because they don't comment necessarily, but people I've seen some of my lives have like two or 300 views and it has 40 comments. So clearly other people (laughs) People are watching. (laughs) right? And so maybe someday in the future, someone's going to say, 
hey, I'm ready to have a party or, hey, I'm ready, you know, I'd love to buy that product. And they drop whatever dollar number on a product that at full price because it's the right time for them. I love that. And so the virtual parties, are you doing these through Facebook live groups? I, yep. I develop groups for that for um, my hosts. I build, I post all the information in a pinned post. I love using the announcements and this is why I use groups instead of events. Okay. Uh, I feel like it really is more of a community and more of a party kind of like walking into a room as opposed to an event to me feels like people can come and go, but when they're in a group, they're in like a small community and it's a little bit more intimate. And then throughout the course of four or five days, I post information, I go live, I share recipes and I ask them questions about what their life is like, what they like to cook, what they like to do. And people order through a host's link and then the host gets rewarded. And usually people so have so much fun that that's why they book their own parties. Yep. Like the, the bottom line for me is, did you, that's why I do a feedback survey at the end of my parties. Because I want to know if fun. So fun is the name of the game. Everything you're saying, I'm like completely obsessed with. <laughs> like I've written down so many quotes. So we should be doing parties. We should be doing Facebook lives. We should tease the pro. I mean, I have so many notes here. I'm going to do a really robust show notes for people because I think this whole episode has been great for anyone who's feeling nervous about doing lives or feeling nervous about putting themselves out there to sell. And you've just given so much good, good things to think about and to consider. Tell your people you're nervous. If you're nervous, I... Don't do lives very often, but I want to get to know you guys. So I'm going to go live and I'm a little bit nervous. And then people will be like, don't do me nervous. You're great. Da, da, da. We love you. And then it boosts you up. I think you were the one that told me to listen to some like pump up music before you go live. And I totally do. I totally was that person because it gets your energy going and you have to, I always say like, if you're going to go live or do something on a video you kind of have to turn the volume up on yourself a little bit. And when you turn that volume up on yourself, it comes across as who you normally are, I think, on video. I felt a little gross this morning, so I totally had to do that. And then my son knocked over the camera. And I totally <laughs> had to like put on a happy face and be like, Haha, kids are so cray. And then it is what it is. It's fine. Oh and everyone's God. like, we love your real life. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, yeah because they identify with it. And that's the whole thing is when we make friends, we make money. <laughs> My whole shtick here. But it's authentic. It's not like gross. Yep. It's like you're actually like really making friends. Exactly. Like legit. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. I mean, you've just, this has been such a good episode. I know I'm going to get great feedback on it. So thanks for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I feel so flattered. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.